views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is your alternative talk station, KKNW Seattle. Well, good morning, everyone. Yes, you're here with me, and we're in a crest-free zone. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, and this is day two of birthday day. Well, day birthday two. days. <laughs> <laughs> this is day two of the birthday, but the birthday days, day two. And uh, you're listening to Crust Busting with Dr. Papasilli and everybody else. We're all crust busting. Absolutely. Right, Benny? Absolutely. Oh, brother. You know, let me. <laughs> what a great show. Uh, oh, you know, yesterday Molly. was a great yeah. start off, though, too. And, of course, yeah. Contact Talk Radio. Well, yeah, yesterday's mm-hmm. show. Thank you, Della. Thank you, Jeff. Yes. Thank you, Judy. And thank you all for the emails that I received about that show, <laughs> even though I didn't send. Yeah, you know, I forgot to give out my website and email That's address. Okay. But, you know, we're learning. It's good. Sure. We're getting through it. Absolutely. And uh, we have a great show today. We have a fabulous show today. We have a fabulous show every day. I have a fabulous show just waking up in the morning. <laughs> Once I knock off the big chunks. That's right. Those <laughs> chunks know. that are the size of icebergs. Yeah. You know, now I'm getting so I look in the mirror and there they are. <laughs> incoming, incoming crust ball. Take cover. Duck, duck. Take cover. <laughs> well, let me tell you about the show a little bit. Uh, we have a double dose of crust busting today because I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to have on the show today the nationally acclaimed positive living guru, winner of the 2001 Circle of Excellence Media Award, Patricia Raskin, my buddy. Cool. Uh, you know, she has spent more than 20 years, 20 years, you know, I, that's hard for me to say. I, what, what happened with that? Because, I don't know. you know, I just kind of dated myself yeah, as well. But that's all right. All right. No it's all deal. good. People didn't think about it until they're actually we're still continuing talking about it. Yeah, there we go. So let's get our attention on right, that. Right, exactly. Thing. Let's move on, moving yeah, on. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> let's put our attention on positive living. Absolutely. Because yeah, actually Patricia has been a great coach and mentor for me. And uh you know, the coaches need coaches, okay? Mhm. And uh I'm not uh shy about picking up the phone and dialing their 1-800 number. That's right. <laughs> Cuz we're here with Dr. Pat Basilli. Yes. You like that? I, I pulled love that, that out for you. Thank you, Benny. Where did you get that from? Well, that was from the liner from uh, last month. I love you. I cut it out for you. Well, thank you very much. Well, let's talk about Patricia for a minute. She's a former educator, catalyst for positive change. Thousands of people listen to her programs. Um, She's recognized by her contribution to society, and she has been recently, recently awarded the Distinguished Woman of the Year by the Council for Women in her community. She's an internationally known radio and TV personality. She has hosted and produced many shows and documentaries, aired on Fox, PBS affiliates, and she currently uh, is interviewing bestseller authors and nationally became experts on her program, KKN, uh, that's my program, <laughs> <laughs> on Positive Living, uh, 107.3 uh, it, from Atlanta. Uh, today, she's here to speak with us, share insights from her book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living. Uh, it's about the celebration of life. And, you know, I'm going to do this right now because we're going to be giving out copies of this book, uh, this book to people that call in. Good. I, I know we'll have questions for Patricia. Uh, the number here is 1-888-298-5569. That's our toll-free number. And Which you know, coincidentally spells out KKNW. It does, but we talked about that yesterday. Yeah. How I could, how I, you know, I had to look at the phone. Now, is it, what yeah. number do I press? No one ever K? really does that anymore. Yeah, but it was good because I figured out the K is like a five. Right. Yeah, because it's one eight 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 two nine eight 
800-259-5569. And we're here to talk about uh, principles for a positive living. And uh, we'll open up the, fo- the telephone lines to hear from you all. And again, I want to thank Della. Della, thank you so much for that just fabulous, fabulous uh, voicemail message that you left. And Jeff, uh, you know... Uh, I'm just surrounded by so many wonderful things in my life. I am so grateful each and every day. I cannot, I I don't even know how to express it. So, uh, you know, let's take a short break and we'll return with Patricia Raskin. uh, And boy, will we hear a bunch on positive living today. You bet. Stay tuned. Good thing I cut it off there. Oh, uh, we're cutting that <laughs> off right now. We're going to actually dedicate a show to that topic, which I won't talk about today. But anyway, we're back. I'm Dr. Pat Basili. This is Crust Busting with me. And I have with me today Patricia Raskin. She is the guru of positive living, walks the talk, and we're going to talk uh, about that. And uh, this is our second day of our birthday week, so it's also our birthday show. So welcome, Patricia. Well, thank you, Pat. Oh, it's so great having it. Just Thank having you. On the oh, show. well, you're one of the best. And you're the best. Thank you. Now, what you... about this birthday thing? What does that mean? The birthday thing means that yesterday I started the uh, the crust busting uh, with Dr. Pat right here on KKNW, 1150 AM, number one alternative radio network. In Seattle, that's right. In Seattle. But let me mention this. If you go to www.crustbusting.com, you can click on Listen Live. And so we get this all over the place. And today we're going to have it with you all over the place. (laughs) That's wonderful. Yes. You know, I could say like a million things about you and the work that you're doing. I mean, you're just unbelievable. You know, you have joined the Crustbuster Club. You're right there. (laughs) And I love this book. I think I've mentioned this to you before. I'm I'm going to mention it again. It's called Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living. This is one of the books that I keep right next to my telephone. This is one of the books that when I'm sitting there and I need a B12 shot of positive living, I pull the book out, I open the book up, and, you know, I go to something like love yourself, wants, and all. And um, I have to ask you this question because I, I know I've been asked this question. I read the book, and I have you make it sound so easy. You make positive living sound so easy. <laughs> Do you ever have any challenges? All the time. Positive living is not easy. I had someone I interviewed me recently said to me, are you always positive? And I said, well, the answer to that is that I always see the opportunity in the obstacle. Mm-hmm. We all have challenges. Mm-hmm. I mean, every one of us, and things go up and down in our lives. It's how we see it. It's how we perceive it. It's the tools we use in our heart and our soul and, 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 and practicing tools to see it in a way that's hopeful. It's possibility thinking, it's new thought, it's all those things, but it's discipline because our culture doesn't train us to look at the possibility. I just did a whole show on this. I mean, they train us to say, oh, that's great, but what if? So you go right away to the what if that problem happens instead of 
what if it doesn't happen and this really does work? Yeah, that's right. You know, so, so let's really expand on it's going to work. <gasps> yeah, but, but what if it doesn't? Well, if it doesn't, then oh, look what I'll have to deal with. And so we go there before we really fully expand what happens if that possibility really does work out? You know, we talk so much about the dark night of the soul. I think the dark night has moved into my house, <laughs> you know, but we just did a smudging. So I think, you know, it's all part of what we're talking about. I mean, I get the same question as you get. And it's kind of like, oh, yeah, like you don't have any crust, do you? And I said, you know what? You can't really talk about something you have not experienced. And for me, it's a journey of really facing the I can't yes. and facing. And it's harder for, for people like you and, and me because <laughs> we are so aware that the crust hits us in the face every time. Yeah. You know, for some people that aren't as aware, it's like sometimes they don't see it. They kind of hide it. They sit on it. They sweep it under the carpet. You know, but for us, it's like it's right there and we have to go, uh-oh. <laughs> And, you there know, it is again. There it is again. Aren't you? I am so grateful for the listeners, the people in my seminars, the people to to point out to me, hey, you know, are you like really in the crust free zone right in this moment? Because it's always an opportunity to take take a look. But the thing that you say is love yourself once and all. Once and all. You know how I said once. That's yeah. still the same. It, that's it's the fine. same thing. But it is warts and all. And you know what? It's not necessarily a wart when somebody says to you, I love you, and, you know, I'm here to help you look at this opportunity in this moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so for me, uh, tell me about this love yourself warts and all. Well, I got that phrase from two people I've interviewed a lot, um, Judith Shervin and James Snikowski. Mm-hmm. And they write relationship books. Um, I can't remember the titles. I have to look them up. But it, it's all about really loving yourself and, and having the best relationship you can. And what they say is that before you can even love the other person, you've got to learn to love yourself with all of your shadow side. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning that more and more from people that I work with that say, you know, often what you see in your partner is what you have to work on. And so you get upset and you get, you know, it really upsets you because you see that thing that you're trying to work on in yourself and you don't want to see it. That's the shadow side of you. That's that wart. Mm-hmm. That's the dark side mm-hmm. that you need to be able to say, yeah, you know, I have had that in my life, or that is part of me, and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I, it is okay. And, you know, I, I think what used to be a wart uh, five years ago is absolutely one of my, my best attributes today. <laughs> Isn't it like a shift in perspective? Um, you know, let me do this. I want to go th- just really uh, very briefly I want to uh, read a, a few things to people here from the book. I want to, I'm going to read the chapters because okay. I want folks to get a sense of what we're talking about. We're talking about, first, honor your heritage. Second, be in the precious present. Third, use your imperfections to perfect your life. Fourth, honor your innate gifts, talents, and abilities. And five, focus on the positive. And we'll talk more about these in detail. But I have a question. Do you think anyone, anyone can tailor these principles to apply to their lives? Yes, we all can. Mm -hmm. Because all of these apply to all of us. Okay, no one is excluded from any of these. Not if you really want to make the most of your life and make it really rich and full. These are principles for really... Having a rich, fulfilling, happy, peaceful life. Well, you're right. I mean, we say in crust busting, you got to want it. You have got to want it. And you have to work at it. As I said, it doesn't, it doesn't come that easy. Mm-hmm. What, you know, we, what, honor your heritage. That is not something I have heard that often. 
And I, I, I would love for you to say a little bit about that. Well, what that really is is it's looking at your roots because, you know, we all, you know, in our gene pool, we talk about our genes, you know, that we passed on to our kids or that we have from our parents. But those genes are generational also and there's generational patterning as well. And so I think it's important to look at where, where have you come from. Mm-hmm. Listen to the stories of your elders. And mm-hmm. if you don't have elders, you know, listen to cousins and aunts and uncles because that gives you a sense of really where your genes are from, where you started. I mean, so many times you will talk to people that will say, well, I love this food. Well, they love this food because it's what they grew up in and their people ate this food like 200 years ago. That's right. So it's, you know, My people. Part. Yes. And so it's really part of looking at where where have I come from now mm-hmm. for people who then say, well, I was adopted. You know, see if you can find out where your roots are from. I think that there are people that often feel there's a hole mm-hmm. there because they don't know where they come from, and they search. They search to find out something about where their roots are from. You know, I love what you say in this, uh, this, uh, in, in this particular chapter, and it's a, a chapter that says respect other people's heritage. So that goes beyond, you know, just me respecting my heritage. That okay. means I'm respecting yours. I'm respecting Benny's. And if you, you know, knew what mine was, well, <laughs> well, I'm adopted, so I still would like to know that too. Well, I respect you. Oh, anyway. absolutely. And it'd just be cool to know. <laughs> it'd be cool, absolutely. and yet it sometimes, don't you think, especially in these day, in this time, in this day and age, it's getting a little difficult for some folks to be respecting other people's heritage. Well, you know, there you go again. I mean, there's that whole feeling of possibility thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, are we going to look at a certain ethnic group because we've had problems, you know, in our country or in our culture or in the world and then target a, a an ethnic group when these are all people. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all people. Let's look at people. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the individuals that have caused problems are, are those are individuals. So let's look at the individual we're talking about. And then look at the positive side of their culture. Well, I, let's. Uh, I would like to do this. I'd like to give this number out again and invite folks to call in a question for Patricia or for me, and uh, we will be giving away a copy of of uh, her book. So let me give that number again. It is uh, for local uh, local listeners. Four two five three seven three five five two seven, and uh, we have a one uh, toll free number which is one eight 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 two nine eight fifty five sixty nine. Let me give that number again. One eight 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 two nine eight fifty five sixty nine. And Patricia, we're gonna take a short break right now. When we come back, I there are so many stories in this book. Mm-hmm. They're very, very touching and we'll be talking with Patricia. I'd like to ask you about, you know, your favorite or favorite story or a story that has okay. really touched you. I know they're all good. Okay, so stay tuned. You're with me, Dr. Pat Basili. We're doing some cross-busting here. And little producer Benny over here. And Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. about that it's hot in here because sometimes in our lives we have to heat it up we Absolutely. have to we have it's a it's what i call a crust quake shake it up move the crust around 
bust out open and let that radiant light that bust out open. Bust it open. <laughs> let that radiant light that already exists inside come out. It is meant to be out. And, uh, you know, this is the process of knowing that that stuff that's just layered on top of us is not who we are. That is just a bunch of stuff. It is not who we are. It's not what we're made of. We are absolutely divine and perfect. And that's what we're talking about today with my guest, Patricia Raskin, and talking about her book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living. And Patricia, you know, let me just say this again. I want to give out the phone number. We'd like to uh, speak with you. Patricia would love to know what your questions are. And we will be giving away a copy of her book for uh, to those folks that call in with a question, comment, uh, feeling, anything that might be going on. Uh, for local listeners, uh, 425-373-5527. And toll free, 1-888-298-5527. Now, Patricia, the question I have, there's so many stories in here fascinating. Is there any one in particular that calls to you on this day that you could talk a little bit about? Well, I think there's one that just, it's just my favorite story, period. Mm -hmm. And I often close my talks or, usually I close my my talks with this story. And I want to set it up a little bit. Um, This is a story told by my father. Now, my father is 87 now. My parents will be married 60 years in April, Mm, and that's something. Mm. They're amazing. Mm. And my father was, when he retired from dentistry, he was the lay rabbi of the synagogue um, in Florida. Mm -hmm. We're not originally from there, but they retired there for many, many years, and he still will conduct sermons when the rabbi can't be there. So my father's kind of this kind of, um, you know, professorial and has has just a lot of stories and fables. Uh So I didn't co-write the book with him, but he contributed a lot to the book. He has two or three stories in every chapter, wow. which is part of my honor your heritage. And some of the father-daughter stuff, because I'm very close to him. So this is a story that my father told me. And I just it just says it all to me. It says it all about crust-busting. Okay. It says it all about finding that opportunity and looking at that negative and that obstacle and that horrendous situation and seeing where the light is, and not only where the light is, but how you can make your whole life change around that. So let me tell you the story. Great. Okay. All right. The story is the following. There was once a caretaker and the owner of a building, and the caretaker worked for the owner of this building, and he was very faithful to him. And one day, the owner of the building had to go out of town and said to the caretaker, Look, I'm, I've got to go out of town. I'm expecting a very important package, and I need you to make sure that you sign for this package mm. and that you that you accept the package. And so he said, well, of course, I'll take the package. Of course, you know that. Uh, no problem. So the owner of the building leaves, and the postmaster comes and leaves the package and says to the caretaker, uh, I'm going to leave this package with you. He said, fine. He said, except that you, I can leave it, but you have to sign here. The caretaker says, but I can't sign. I can't read or write. Mm. And the postmaster says, well, sorry, I'm not leaving the package. Oh, wow. So the owner of the building comes home, comes back, and is just furious that he didn't get his package and goes into a rage and fires the caretaker on the spot. So the caretaker is left with no job, Mm. kind of in the street, and says, well, he he starts to buy a few things and pe- starts becoming a peddler and starts peddling and, and, and realizes that he's successful at selling things. So his the wares that he's peddling become a few more and a few more, and before you know it, he has a store. 
and he's successful. He gets married. He has children. His store becomes more successful. Now he's really growing, and he's been a very successful businessman. He's done very well with his stores. So now his kids are grown, and they come to him, and they say, Dad, we would really, really like it if we could expand your store and build more stores. Would you help us? And the former caretaker, the father, says, well, of course. So the former caretaker goes to the bank and says to the banker, Mr. Jones, he says, I would really like to get a loan for my boys because they want to open up a store. Mm. And the banker says, well, of course, no problem. He says he gets everything ready, and he says, no problem. He says, you've been very successful. You've been terrific. Here, here, sign here. And the former caretaker, the father, says, well, I can't sign. I can't read or write. The banker goes, what? A man of your success and you've amassed wealth and your position in the community, you can't read or write? Wow. And the father and former caretaker looks at him and says, ah, if I could read or write, I'd still be a caretaker. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That is so perfect. What a fabulous story that is. That is a great story. And, you know, I'll tell you what, you kind of gave me the the shakes a little bit about the reading and writing thing because I think I've shared this with you. I graduated high school uh, unable to really read or write. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, I resonate with that story because I often think, you know, uh, so much of my, my personal journey has been about what I don't know. And, you know, being willing to step out in areas that I don't know about and actually sometimes not knowing the details or having someone else's perspective is a real gift. Well, and it forced this guy out of his comfort zone into doing something that he probably would have stayed a caretaker for the rest of his life because it was comfortable. Oh, don't you and think? it was working. I know. I know. So I, sometimes we have to be shaken out of that comfort. That's That's a quake. That's right. You know, we, we had three people on the show yesterday who had participated in the crust busting uh, classes and seminars, and they talked about, you know, sort of the shaking up in their lives. And uh, let me ask you this. You ever have, you know, have you had any recent shakeups that are, are leading to, you know, just a, this bright, sunny day? Sure. Yes, absolutely. In fact, I'm making some decisions now with my career and which way am I going, and I'm just going to kind of let it. Uh, I, I basically I've kind of put it up there in light and said to God and to the universe, whatever's right, I want to happen. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you really don't know about the opportunity to get in it. So you make your best guess and you let it go and you ask for the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and that brings me to, I guess, chapter four, which is basically honor your innate gifts, talents and abilities. Be true to your life's purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about that. Um, I don't know about you, but some of the biggest crust chunks I've had is around this, you know, this self-talk that I have, you know, that says, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what my life's purpose is. I don't know. And yet I don't spend any time to get in touch with that. You know, Spirit and I have a little conversation. We don't take the time to do that. Um, you know, my my thought on that is that if we would look more at the essence of what we really want in our lives mm-hmm. rather than the things, it would serve us better. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because if you say, I want that job, I want that house, I want to live here, I want to do that, you're looking at something that looks good because of something else underneath you want, but it this particular thing may not give it to you. So instead of saying that, you say, why do I want to live in this place? 
Well, it brings me peace. It brings me serenity. Why do I want this job? Because I can be creative. So ask for those things. Ask for something that allows you to be creative, independent, safe, peaceful. I want beauty in my life. And if you then extract what are the essence qualities from what are those things that you want, ask for those essence qualities, and then the thing that is right will come in. You know, I would love to know uh, from our listeners what what they they want. I would love to hear what they want, what we can support for them, and 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 to do that without judgment. Because you know what, Patricia, so often, at least for me, it's been very very difficult to say I want, to say the words I want, and to be able to say them, you know, without someone else's judgment coming in. And uh, I think it's huge for any one of us to be able to just say those words. You know, we fall back on the, I need. I need someone to help me. I need. And that's sort of a, you know, that's sort of a way to really dance around being able to know that we deserve all the abundance of the universe. So the I want. So I would invite our listeners right now to call in. Let us know what your I wants are. We're here to hear them. We're here to support you in them without judgment. Local, our local, uh, our local number. Local number. And local number. Local, Do I local. have that right, Benny? Absolutely. Our local number. You got it. I got it. 425-373-5527 and uh, toll free 1-888-298-5569 and call in. Tell us what you, tell us what you want. Tell us what you want. And uh, receive a, a copy of this fabulous book and, uh, you know, give us a chat and uh, speak with us for a minute. Uh, you I have a break qu- if you want or you can. Uh, well, I want to I, I want to we're going to take a break. And Patricia, okay. when we come back, I would like uh, you to share a little bit about uh, following the five P's to success. Okay. So let's take a short break. Give our listeners time to reach for that telephone. And uh, we'll be back in just a few uh, stay tuned. You're listening to Cross Busting with me, Dr. Pat, and with... Producer Benny. Oh, yeah. And with our just fabulous guest, Patricia Raskin. So we'll be right back. right and you know what some days it's a hard thing to do another day just believe another day just breathe we're back you're listening to crust busting with me dr pat and uh awesome awesome guest patricia raskin we are doing some double you know double barrel crust busting today double shot well with you benny it's triple barrel Uh oh there we go down now (laughs) and uh you know let me thank janice for calling in she will receive a copy of patricia's book Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Janice. Thank you for listening. Uh, we have uh, uh, someone that wants to speak with us about what they want, Patricia. Okay. So we have Linda. You know, Linda's going to be talking to us. So we have Linda. We have Linda right here, right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, just a passerby. Just a passerby. <laughs> so, Linda, tell us, do you have a want? I have a want. And tell us what the want is. I want time. 
Ooh. It just seems like, you know, I, I get so much of what I want and what it does is fill up all my time. And what I really want is like time to breathe. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were just playing. Just breathe. Mm-hmm. Wow. What would that look like? What would happen if you had time? I, my garden would look better. Okay, so you want your garden to look better. I want my garden to look better. Mm-hmm. I, I want to read the stack of books that's by my bed. Mm-hmm. I want to just uh, spontaneously go out to dinner with my husband. Mm. Just because we both have a night that we're at home. Wow. Yeah. What do you think about that, Patricia? Well, I, if this is what you really want, then I think you need to actually write it down. You need to visualize it, and you need to plan it. And you need to look at what are those things you're spending your time on that you're not excited about, that are either draining you or are annoying you or that someone else could do. Mm -hmm. And get that help and carve out that other time because you can you can make that happen. It's it's a decision and it's also letting go of some of the shoulds. Well, but I should really do that. Mm. Do you really need to? Or but I really should do that by myself. I shouldn't have to get help. But when you do that by yourself, then you lose the time on the other end for the things you want. So, I would say really look at what are the things you want to do and make a list of all the things you're doing and what is it you can either delegate or just get rid of and then carve out some time. And also see yourself doing these things and enjoying them and knowing you deserve them. Boy, I think that's absolutely right. Does yeah. that feel good? That feels Are like we feeling good that, now? That'll work. It's a feel-good time. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, Linda. And uh, we will be getting you a book, Pat's, uh, Patricia's book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living. This is an awesome book. And, uh, you know, you can uh, also, we're going to give out some information uh, about Patricia Raskin and how you can contact her. Let me give out our listener number again, uh, local 425-373-5527. And long distance, 1-888-298-5569. Patricia, you talk about miracles in this book. And uh, you and I have talked about miracles. And so, you know, my question for you is, if I'm not a spiritual person, can I still believe in miracles? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Because if you're, if you're really not spiritual, you can look at it in terms of coincidences. Okay. People, um, people sometimes get nervous with that word miracles, but the coincidence is, see, my, my whole feeling about that or belief on that is that there are no coincidences. Mm-hmm. So you look at those small, tiny things that happen, that are coincidences, and you start to notice that that just is amazing. And those are the miracles, such as somebody who's called you, you've just been thinking about them. Mm. Um, you really need something, you're not sure it'll, it'll be there, and all of a sudden it's there. Uh, something comes out of the blue that is just the right thing that you just didn't expect, that's a miracle. Or there are just certain, certain things that line up in exactly the right way that you couldn't have planned. Those are the coincidences that I call miracles. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I get emails uh, from different uh, people, and uh, 
I happened to get one the other day to, from someone that knows that I interviewed um, Deuce Staley from the Philadelphia Eagles. And the email said, the Philadelphia Eagles winning the other day was a miracle. <laughs> you know, and so I think that what you've done and what you're saying is that, you know, we have given the, the term miracle such an out-of-body type, you know, uh, mm-hmm. stigma sort of. Mm-hmm. And really the miracles happen in our lives, you know, probably minute by minute, don't they? And we just don't, we just don't, uh, you know, recognize them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know about you, but I've had a few miracles in my life. Well, I, I think, again, it, it's that power of appreciation as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that whole sense of looking at it, not taking it for granted, and not just saying, oh, that was luck. Mm-hmm. But really seeing that there's something greater than that. That's where the gratefulness and the gratitude comes in. Well, you know, we're talking about you know, you know, gratitude, and we're also talking about accepting change. You know, a miracle uh, that, that shows up, different things we've talked about earlier about having sort of an awakening uh, regarding change is, is really uh, preparing ourselves for that. And in your book, at the end of each chapter, uh, you list positive pollination, uh, and and it, it talks about how, you, you know, you talk about how important it is that we actually make a list to prepare for change. You know, I I don't know. I, I don't know that I've thought about that that clearly about preparing for change. Is that so that when change happens, we seem, you know, more like victors and less like victims? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, what's important to look at is, if you if things are going the way you want them to, and if you're really happy with the way things are, I, I think you need to be grateful. But you know, sometimes it doesn't hurt to say, "But what if I didn't have this? Mm-hmm. What would I do next?" Not out of fear, mm-hmm. but almost out of conditioning, mm-hmm. so that you you know and you appreciate what you have, but you realize that life would go on and you could still make it work. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that we should do this all the time, but every once in a while, I think it makes you grateful for what you have. Yes. And it also makes you realize that you can still stand on your own two feet. Yeah. It's it's kind of amazing, you know, that some days we actually believe we can't stand on our own two feet. During the break, we were chatting a little bit about, you know, going through our lives. And uh, for me, you know, the cross-busting way is to acknowledge people that make change without judgment. And it's not... It's not a place where we say, oh, wow, you know, that person is giving a phenomenal worldwide seminar. There are some folks, uh, and I know I've been there, that some days it's tough to get up and get out of bed. And, uh, you know, and those are the people that, you know, are in spirits influence as well as those people that are flying across the world in doing seminars. And I think sometimes uh, it's really, really helpful for us to state how we support all people in all walks of their lives and the changes that they are putting in, you know, that they have called into their lives. I I think, Pat, that it's all about awareness. Oh, that's a good one. It's all about really being here now. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I mean, uh, one of the things that I do and I've done for a long time is that I replay things that happen to me. It's like I'm in a play. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll meet with people or I'll have an interview or I'll work with someone, and I leave that, and then I go back and I replay it, and it's like I've been in a play. 
and I look at that, and I look at the players, and I look at how I behaved, and I, well, could I have done it differently, or how was it great, and how was I appreciated, and how did I appreciate those other people, and I really take stock of those moments. I think it's important. Yeah, it is. Sometimes, you know, I think the whole idea of going back and looking at a past experience is, is I, I think it can be tricky, don't you think? I mean, if we go back from a place of guilt and shame, and it's without, painful. yeah, it's painful, especially if we go back without the tools that we have in our toolkit to help us be able to look at that situation in a different way. I mean, we, we follow the path of guilt and shame, and we don't look back as if the play was successful. Yeah, and I think that brings up that whole other tool, that whole other key to, I think, being happy, and that's forgiveness. Because we've all made mistakes. We've all mm-hmm. done things that we aren't happy with or that we're ashamed of or that we thought were stupid. And until you let that go and release it, and forgive yourself and everyone else's concerns, you're going to harbor that. Mm-hmm. And that's going to prevent you from, you know, from enjoying and from doing other things. Yeah, I, you know, those are guilt and shame crust balls. That's what we call those. Yeah. And they don't really serve us at, at all. Um, you know, one of the things I, I wanted to, to speak with you about is... Uh, I went back to the uh, to the East Coast uh, over the holiday, and uh, I I was uh, so aware of how the news, you know, was kind of getting into my pores. Every channel, newspapers, um, and you know, of course, I'm talking about the New York area where where uh, I grew up, and the sense of you know this is where the terror happened. And that level of negativity. Now, going back this year was definitely different than last year and the year before, of course. But there was still sort of self-care that I that I I had to maintain for myself. So how important? I mean, what I want to say with all the negativity that surrounds us, how do you stay focused on? How do you personally stay focused? And and what can we share with our listeners around that? Stay focused on the positive in our lives. Well. Uh- the way that I do that is I, first I look at what's working. And then when I have a real issue or a tough problem, I go get help. Oh, that's I a call, good one. I call people who either are experts in the field, whether they're counselors, teachers, coaches, therapists, uh, experts in what they do, authors. And I call on those people mm-hmm. and I say, look, I'm dealing with this issue. I need some perspective and I need some guidance. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, Tiger Woods and any great player. They're great because they practice and they have coaches with them all the time. Yes. And I don't care how bright you are and how good you are, I think you have to keep that up. And you keep it up by surrounding yourself around those people who can help you because we all get blindsided and short-sighted at times. Mm -hmm. So I guess what I do is I look at what's working and then what isn't. I listen and I find those people or I'll read something and sometimes I'm not ready to make the change, even though I need to, but I still listen and I mm-hmm. take it in. And then when I'm ready, then I go for it, and mm-hmm. then I make the change. Yeah. And, you know, I, I you have uh, certainly talked with me about me doing that for myself, and uh, I I can't really explain the, the feeling, the great feeling of just having someone on the end, other end. 
uh, the other end of whatever it is, yeah. being able to listen. And actually, it's based on that experience that we're building the foundation for this show as a way for people to be able to call in, to talk with us. And sometimes, you know, they just want, they want to be heard. And that's what we do here. Well, and I think there's another part of that, too, and I think it's that sometimes people won't call in or they won't get help Mm -hmm. because they're busy blaming and shaming themselves. Mm -hmm. For example, well, I should have known that. How could I have been so stupid? Why did I hire that person? Why did I take that job? And I look back, and what an idiot. It's like, why did I date the wrong man or the wrong woman? And look how many. I dated five of them. You know, five idiots. Why did... And you know why? Because you needed to learn something. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you find the right job or the right person or the right relationship or the right situation or the right place. And you say, why did it take me so long? Mm-hmm. Because that's part of your process. And you had to go through all those things to get where you are. Because you didn't know. Right. If you knew, you would have done it right the first time. Well, that's right. But the problem is that people go back and say, but I should have and I'm so stupid. And all that does is nothing. That's you know what we have this year in the you know cross busting we have a bunch of things words to eliminate this year is the is is where we are taking on eliminating should worldwide that is deadly it is the largest crust ball you could even imagine imagine a room and filling it with the should crust ball that thing doesn't serve us anymore and I'm so glad you brought that up Uh, and at the same time doing it in a very kind and gentle way. Because we, you know, uh, we are here not to blame and shame ourselves. And so part of this is to be able to stand up, stand tall, look in the mirror and know that we are absolutely beauty, that there's nothing else there. And so I think you've heard me talk about the fact that, you know, my goal is to reach a million people this year so that they can stand up in the mirror and just say that they absolutely love themselves and know that they are just absolute beauty and radiant light. And that is what you're doing. Uh, let's just let's just mention the phone line again, 425-373-5527, if you're living here in the Seattle area with us, uh, and toll-free at 1-888-298-5569. Call in to share your story, talk with me, Dr. Pat, or talk with Patricia Raskin, and receive a copy of a fabulous book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living. So stay tuned. We will be right back. More to talk about. Again, let me give out that, my favorite, the toll-free number. (laughs) (laughs) You love saying it. 1-888-298-5569. Call us. We're here, and we're here for you. Be right back. Another day. Just believe. Another day. We sending this one out to all the ladies all over the world. All right, we're back. No, it's we're sending it out to all the ladies and all the men in this world. I went with more of the approach of the bump, 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 which I is like crust away. From it is, it is really, and you know we are really we are bumping around the crust today. I mean, I'm feeling it underneath my skin. You know, Patricia, there's there's a something that you address in your book, and I know that you've talked about, and I'd really like to to ask this question because I mean, you know, for me, it's been kind of a tricky thing. Um, we've talked about relationships and putting ourselves around, you know, certain people that support us in our lives, but I want to ask you this specific question: when we, you know, you talk about, you know, when reaching for a more positive life, and we're in family relationships, right? 
And sometimes we have family members that, you know, may not buy into the crust-busting way of life or positive living. So how do we quiet family members that have that negative outlook? And actually, what do we do? I just interviewed Leonard Felder, who wrote the book, When Difficult Relatives Happen to Good People. (laughs) I I think that's the name of it. That's great. That's good. And he really talked all about that, and he just basically said that um, it's a matter of Part of it is actually trying to understand where they're coming from so you don't get so angry. You know, or, for example, let's say that you're dealing with somebody who's just very dogmatic, very obstinate, and very right all the time. You know, one of the things he said was try to understand why do they feel that way. You know, what what is it about that? It's It's a different point of view for me so that if you can kind of get into it and understand it, it's not quite so um, threatening and upsetting to you because you realize it's not about you. Mm-hmm. And those are just one ways, and you have to spend some time with that because it's pretty difficult when that person's annoying you. He talked about that. He talked about um, sometimes really talking to the person, mm-hmm. and you know, in a gentle way, but saying, "Look, you know, let's all try to get together here, and let's work. We know we want to have a good family gathering, or we want to know that we really, I really respect you, and da da da." But you know, this isn't working. How can we make it work? I mean, really in a in a positive way, confronting the issue or at least trying to understand where that person's coming from. Yeah. And boy, you know, th- that one is uh, is what I hear a lot about in my seminars and classes about, you know, the, the relatives. One of the things I, tell me, tell me if this is what you talked about as well. Sometimes, you know, it's OK to draw a healthy boundary around our relationships in general. I mean, we do it all the time. There are people that we say, you're not in my sphere of influence, and you are. Um, what, did, what are your thoughts on family members? Doesn't that same rule apply? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, you know, one of the things I think that we don't do enough is we spend more time being nicer and respectful to people that are not our family members than those that are because we figured, oh, we, we live with them, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But it's not okay. Those are the people we should be most respectful of. We should be appreciative of. We should understand their strengths. And if we have something difficult, we sit down and we discuss it. And there's a way of doing that. But I think it's important that we, you know, we, we look at our family members just as we look at other people in terms of they're helpful, they're there, they're people that mean a lot to us, they do a lot of good things. And let's tell them what they do that's right, and let's appreciate them. Mm-hmm. As well as things that bother you, you learn how to dialogue about that so that you can work it through without blame. It's very interesting, and, and uh, you know, this whole, a whole school of thought. There's a whole school of thought, you know, especially if you uh, – I'm going to go back to honor your heritage. And we, we you know, just to say this, uh, having that kind of conversation with my folks, <clears throat> you know – was was basically about everybody talking at the same time. And it wasn't really necessarily disrespectful, but it was sort of a cultural way of being, especially on Sundays when you started at the at the, the dining room table at about 11, and you probably didn't get up from that, there until about 6. And family members would come in and out, and dialogue would happen, and, you know, hands pounding on the table. And laughing and whatever. And, you know, it's kind of like that may not apply to everyone in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it, isn't it also knowing 
what your audience is, who the person is, and what the approach might be to to telling your truth. Yeah, and you do. You have to understand. You know, it's like Tony Robbins has once said. You know, people like people who are like them. Mm -hmm. So you know, what is the what is the behavior, and what's the language, and what's the body language, and what's the tone? that certain people will accept and certain people won't. You can say the same thing in four different ways. And for one person, if you say it in a way, they won't even hear you. They yeah. won't even hear you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and true. other people, you have to say it that way or they won't hear you either. So it's, it's again, there's a lot of uh, really spending some time and introspection to figure things out. Yes. Well, you know, there's, this has been fabulous. Thank you so, so much for oh, joining absolutely. me today. And I just want to tell people, if I can, that my radio show, I have two radio yes. shows. One is uh, locally in eastern North Carolina. It's on WTKF. But the other one is, is like you, on voiceamerica.com. Yes. Um, right now it's on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. Next month I'm moving to Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific on Monday. Mm-hmm. But you can log on to my website and learn about my book and about my shows. You can hear my archive shows. I've had amazing people on. Go to raskinresources.com, that's, raskinresources.com. That's fabulous. And how about a telephone number? Um, 800-528-5890. Thank you again. Thank you, you are absolutely awesome. Major crustbuster, Patricia Raskin. Thank you. And again, that's voiceamerica.com. If you go to voiceamerica.com, you'll see a number of shows, and Patricia's will be there. And uh, and it's www.raskinresources.com. And your phone number again? 800-528-5890. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Be talking to you real soon. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Well... It's that time again. It's another one down the down the old. Uh, well, actually, we'll put it in the can, as as a so media broadcaster so call it. Yeah, we'll put it in the can. Okay, it's a good show. That's, uh, that means it's done. Okay, that's that just okay. for today. I was well, having Just for a, today. I was wondering about that. <laughs> it is, and you know, tomorrow, please join us here, eleven o'clock, KKNW AM, eleven fifty on your dial. Um, we will have with us, it's Wonderful Wednesday tomorrow, Ooh, good. and we're going to have with us Mark Altman. He is going to talk about his latest adventures and uh, fabulous things that he's doing with children and his family and a major adventure for 2004. Very cool. So this is me, Dr. Pat Buster Basile, and producer Benny. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. Views expressed on the preceding program were those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is your alternative talk station, 1150 KKNW Seattle.